is Tuesday, August 9th, 2022. Boy, summer is almost over, but you're listening to the Tuesday Catch and we're going to cheer Ugh. you up on that. Uh, we are down a man tonight. Matt is uh, Malik Likimaka and it up in Hawaii. He's having a good old time. I don't know, really know what he was doing there. He went straight from my bachelor party, got on a plane and went to Hawaii because he's a traveler, a world traveler. Uh, you know, for a guy who's pretty guy who's self-proclaimed pretty broke, pretty good traveler. The guy gets around. I'll give him that. I mean, but good for Did, him. Do you think Matt gets that many weeks of vacation or he lost count? Matt's got that 2022 flexible PTO package where you can just kind of transiently come and go from work and no one really notices. Mm -hmm. You know? Anyways, you're listening to the Tuesday Catch Up. We're so happy to be here after a week off. We apologize. We'll give you more of that information after we hit the music. Give me pictures of Spider Man! I don't know how to read at that point. Not without beer. You got to come back with something. The sauce is the must. <laughs> Put some fucking headphones in! You are listening to the Tuesday Catch-Up. That's one of those guys who is always working and never working. 100% at the same time. Dude, I'll get a text like 2 in the morning oh, and be like, hey, can you make on. some social posts for the show? And then I'll make them. And then like six days later, I'll be like, sorry, just getting back into the office. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> I'll call him at at you know two o'clock in the afternoon, three o'clock after the no- afternoon, any day of the week, and he's on the toilet at his own home. Oh yeah, Sa- or sacking <laughs> out, dude. But then I'll get, but then yeah. but then I'll get a text at five a.m. He's like, can and beers. I'm like, what a schedule, dude. Just, just, just <laughs> hey man, listen, remote work. You know what does Elon say? Pretend to work somewhere else. But we love him. We miss him. That's <laughs> <laughs> such a stupid line. Whatever. Anyways, you're probably all going, hey, what the heck happened? You guys said you were going to go on this bachelor party and then and then unexpected health issues pop up and the whole uh, the whole week is you know off. There's no Tuesday catch-up last week. Well, here's what happened. Okay? So we were a little bit under the weather on Sunday. I'd say I was about a... Uh, uh, in terms of low sleep and just uh, taking intoxicants, I was like an eight out of ten hungover last Sunday. Like not beer hungover. I wanted to puke or anything, but like, but like genuinely, I had no voice. I was I was a lost puppy uh, as far as it goes. Like I, I think Nate, we're gonna run this by you, but Harley and I came up with it. We had become a hive mind at my bachelor party. 15, mm-hmm. 15 to 16 people with a shared consciousness. So when you're stripped away from the nest, you feel like the rug's been pulled under you. You know, from under you. You're kind of like yeah, this. You're lost. Uh, yeah, you're lost. You're wandering around the house. You're like, dishes don't feel the same. Where's where's the noise? Where's the commotion? <laughs> you know? And so I think we mm-hmm. all were experiencing that. So that added to it. So it was a pretty rough Sunday, I'd say. Then you lost in 2K. Then I lost in the- 2K. Harley stuck around. And I was like, hey, I'm going to really eat clean today. And then Harley and I and Andre housed 45 nuggets and then fries in the air fryer. Because <laughs> I was like, well, we got to eat it because we had leftover food from the bachelor party. So we just were high. And I was making buckets of fancy sauce. Also, one of the slobs, dude, nothing grosser than when two foods mix. And Andre, I'm going to slander him right now. He took the barbecue sauce covered spoon and stuck it in my mayonnaise jar. Dude. Oh, the yeah. Oh, dude, what dude, the fuck? He should die. I, I, that, I trade him for Britney Griner right now. I, I would. Yeah, that, get him out of here. Dude, unbelievable levels of, was, of bullshittery that I found. Was he I, not? Was he not there though? Like mentally? Was no. He, in, he was, was he with the warm body, or he, did he did he stand by the barbecue spoon in the mail? I haven't even told him about it. I decided to let him off the hook a little bit. I was pretty upset because I opened the jar and I look in and it, I was like, "What the hell's going on here?" Yeah. <laughs> 
The year is 2022. A new president has been elected and done away with the justice system. He rounded up the tech leaders to create a social media justice system. Anybody may be imprisoned with enough votes by the American people. If you are convicted, you spend life in sunny Los Angeles. You heard that right. Los Angeles, a maximum security prison. Let locked in white only. Do the crime and you will do the time. Welcome to the People's Court. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we are bringing Gravy Chain Productions' own executive producer, Andre, to the People's Court. Uh, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, crumbs in the butter is one thing. That's what we call that's what we call an oopsie, right? You, you spread your butter on your toast, you put it back in. Crumbs in the mayonnaise, somewhat acceptable. It's a, it's a, it is it happens, right? If you put something yep. on toast, it thinks. But the sacrilege to mix two sauces, specifically one as robustly white as mayonnaise, with something as <laughs> As dark and invasive as Sweet Baby Ray's, and I and I realize the way this sounds now as it's coming out of my mouth. But let me tell you this: there's no reason that those should mix. Okay, <laughs> I, keep, keep our sauces segregated. Yeah, dude, separate but equal sauces. There was no reason that he needed to do that. And what he did was I made the first batch of fancy sauce. Now, I am a firm believer in mayonnaise first, so you can get the spoon nice and clean, and then you get a proper amount of mayonnaise, then you go sweet bar- then you go sweet baby rays, barbecue sauce. That's my fancy sauce. I know everyone does it different, but I think you got to have like a tangy a tangy sauce mixed with a mayonnaise base, dude. You got to make like a roux of uh, a sauce. Now, now Piggy McPig face over there, Harley and Andre, they were they were using their chicken nuggets as spoons. They weren't dipping them, they were they were lifting. That's that's also a problem. Squeegee. Dude, the chicken no, nuggets squeegee. Dude, at one point I looked over it and Harley had flattened a chicken nugget to like a millimeter's height and was just <laughs> just cleaning the inside of the bowl. Right? Tostitos scoop. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, hundred percent. And so uh they decided to make another batch. Now, because these two were operating uh with maybe one brain's worth of capacity between the two of them they decided to make the next batch but with with such careless fervor andre put a uh a sweet baby ray's covered spoon i mean covered spoon back into my mayonnaise and then I, and here's my theory dude is that he scooped the mayonnaise realized he didn't get enough and he was after mixing the sauce and then went back in <laughs> for more mayonnaise <laughs> thus ruining he's trying to hide it and he tried like stir up no the, the no dude he let it. dude it was like leaving a body on the floor dude he even uh, left a note he said this was me you, basically have you ever done it and then tried to like excavate your oh, spoon entry point? dude i'll grab a butter knife i'll grab a butter knife and carve something out of there dude uh, what yeah. did i say dude if, uh was this on the tuesday ketchup or was i saying this out loud where it's like if someone doesn't finish a full thing i'll take a knife and do like a millimeters cut around the bite oh, so that i yeah, can finish the rest yeah, of that on the yeah. tuesday ketchup yeah. yeah yeah i mean that's the way it does but he didn't even dare clean it up he just left me to find it three days later i was making sandwiches for lunch i was making a lunch meat sandwich i pulled the mayonnaise out and i swear to god i thought it was mold i was like what the hell's going on here and then it on then so, i had a jimmy neutron blame blast what's what's his uh his punishment is it like i don't think he should go to prison but maybe for the next like month everything that he eats we put a spoon in it of something that does not match or like totally ruins the aesthetics of what he's gonna eat <clears throat> I like this. I like that a lot. Uh, he should have some. He should have some flavor combination because listen, I'm making a turkey and cheese sandwich. I'm not in the mood for fancy sauce. I just wanted mayo straight up. Miracle whip it up. Here's my other thought on a punishment, Harley and Nate. Think about this. 
sometime this week, sometime this month, I will replace some sort of mayonnaise in his house with whipped cream. We'll, yeah. Whether we go to Jimmy John's or not, I'll call ahead. I'm going to replace it with whipped cream so that when he goes to bite into a sub and he's expecting the deliciousness of mayo, he gets whipped cream. Or, or you go to his house, you open a jar of mayo, and you just mix in peanut butter. Wow. But like, not just like a little bit, but like straight Good up how they used lab. to mix peanut butter and jelly and like swirl it. You oh, put yeah. that level of peanut butter Dude, in the Dude, you remember like the, the fluff jars? It was peanut butter and marshmallow like alternating. Yeah. Like I basically that made that. actually sounds good though. All right, alternative. I go to his house and I kill him for what he did to <laughs> <laughs> I, go, I go to his house and I shoot him for what he did to me. <laughs> Los Angeles' first capital punishment. <laughs> <laughs> pretty, pretty, pretty light offense, but I was touchy that day. Um, Okay, I do. We love, trade him for Brittany Griner. No, the Russians here's the deal. He's gonna have. He's gonna do this. He's gonna take a ketchup packet and squirt it into his mayo. His whole jar. <laughs> it, like, there's. I'm an eye for two eyes guy. You don't get it. One. He's gonna have to squirt one packet of Heinz ketchup into a full jar of mayo, and he will use it until its completion. Is I that was it? tracking a ruby thief <laughs> in the Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> now, Matt, Alfred, how did you get? How did you catch the thief? <laughs> We burn a fourth town. <laughs> all right, all in favor of making. I found the eat. rubies buried in the ground. I approve. I wasn't of even that. stealing them. Some people just want to watch the world burn. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all in favor of uh, sentencing Andre to that? Say aye. 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 All right, that's an easy Aye. open and shut case. Now, back to the story of why there's no episode this week. <laughs> or last oh, week. Shit. Oh, boy. Now, now it's Monday. Ding, ding, Monday. Uh, everything's cool. I'm fine. We're all good. I think everyone's kind of dying still from their hangovers. Um, but Lucy starts texting me that she doesn't feel good. She's got a bit of a tummy rumblies. Uh, and I'm like a little nervous, right? We're like, or, you know, we generally were like, okay, it's just upset stomach. But then it becomes an acute pain, as they say. And the acute pain lasts and lasts and lasts. And so I get home around 6.30 on Monday night, and uh, we go, we're going to the ER. And so we go to the ER, and now we're expecting tummy issue to the point of like, listen, I've had tummy issues, and you know what they told me to do? Take a laxative and go shit it out. That's usually what they say. They go, hey, if that doesn't work, then you know. But uh, these people are like, no, 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 we think it might be your appendix. So we get there at 6.30. Now, can I sidebar and tell you guys one of the craziest things I've ever seen? Definitely. I saw a drunk man fight four cops, and it was pretty awesome. I'm still pretty pissed at you that you didn't get a video of the whole thing. Yeah, well, okay, here's star, the deal. Man. I didn't want to be one of those watchdog dudes, you know, like one of those police watch. Like, dude, they were they were like they were like tribal tattoo cops, which meant they would have beat my ass if I started filming. Like, they were in the mood, dude. You could see. I mean, so you don't so you don't care about your rights or quality entertainment. Not when I'm saying. not. Listen, I had, I had thirty percent battery. <laughs> spineless on this guy. So, anyways, <laughs> spineless for sure, hundred percent. I'm big talk, and then the minute those guys walked in, I went, eh. I'm good. Uh, and so I'm sitting there watching something on my phone, and I hear a big crash. I look up, and this drunk guy who's being, like, held up by a female had just punched the nurse's station. He had, like, punched the glass in the nurse's station rattled all the plexiglass. And they're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. They're like, you need to go sit down. Blah, blah, blah. I think his name is Glenn. I don't really remember what his name was. Like, you, you, you got to go sit down, whatever. And this lady is, like, kind of holding him, and they're like, go get him sitting down. So they go to they go to sit him down a little bit, uh, and then they start clearing people out of the room. Now, Lucy's getting back, getting x-rayed, whatever it is, and I'm just out in the front, like, by myself. I'm watching TV, and they go, they're starting to clear people out. They brought these two old people. They sent them in the back. They had this, uh, this mom was there with their kid. They're like, go to the family room. You're gone. And then this uh, middle-aged guy got to go with his wife, and so suddenly it's me 
one couple and then this guy over to my left. And now uh, the nurses are like, they're, they're clearing people out and someone goes, why? And they go, because the cops are coming. And the drunk guy hears this and he goes, they fucking called the cops and he stands up again. Now he's ready to go again. And they're like, no, 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 he needs to sit down. And the lady's trying to console him. She's like, the cops aren't coming. The cops aren't coming. It's fine. It's fine. He goes, I know what they did. And then in walks three oh officers. Oh my God. It's yeah, it's not good. So in walks three officers, and uh, immediately from like across the room, the guy goes, "Y'all better stay the fuck away from me!" <laughs> like right away to the cops. <laughs> I'm like, oh boy, oh boy. So now I, I take one of my headphones out because officially, like officially, Avatar is not as entertaining as what's about to happen here. So I take it out, and uh, they get a little around. They're like, "Hey, uh, Glenn, like how are uh, how are things going tonight?" And he goes, "You better back the fuck up. I'll fuck you up six ways to Sunday." And they're like. <laughs> Whoa, man! Like, is everything all right? And then they ask the lady, like, "How? Like, are you his girlfriend?" She goes, "No, I, I'm just a friend. I just met him." I'm like, "What the fuck is going on?" And he's on the phone with his sister, and he goes, "These fucking cops Gender are here." Hate. He goes, "I'm gonna kill them." He goes, "I'll kill these cops." He's like talking about them right in front. So they're kind of they're like they gave him probably eight or nine different orders. Like, "Hey, Glenn, we're gonna need you to chill out." Blah blah blah. Let's just go outside and talk. Let's go outside and talk. They find now a fourth guy arrives, and I look at him. Now the the couple is gone at this point. They got to get up left. Cop looks at me, and he gives me like a scoot symbol. He's like, "Hey, scoot a little bit." So I move a little bit further out of frame, which would have been the right time to start filming because I had a great angle at this point. And uh, he's still threatening the cops. He's like, "I'll fuck you up." Like pretty much every four every four like <laughs> seconds, he's like, "I will beat your ass." To these four cops of various, they're pretty big size guys, and. Uh, they go, all right, Glenn, we've uh, we've exhausted our verbal commands. We are going to place you uh, under arrest with disorderly, drunk and disorderly conduct, and that's all we want to charge you with. They're like, we won't even put you in cuffs. We just need you to stand up and come outside with us. And he's like, fuck you. Like, don't you dare get near me. And he gets a little bit like, he gets a little edgy with them. And then uh, they're like, Glenn, do not touch us. They're like, we do not want to give you battery of a police officer. We don't want to do this with you. Now, I'll give this. Hey, hand up. I don't like cops. These guys were showing some pretty good restraint because, I, man, he was pushing mm-hmm. them, and he was, he was giving them every side. So they get him up, and they go. Uh, he stands up on his own. They're like, all right, just walk this way because they wanted him to avoid like coming through me or near the nurses. They had a path for him already designed. And he goes, nope. Not walking that way. He goes, you're going to touch me. He goes, I know what happens here. He goes, the minute I start walking, the four of you jump on my back. <laughs> so like, so paranoid. So they're like, all right, well then, listen, we have no choice. We're going to put you in handcuffs. They're like, do not resist. Do not resist. And then one of the cops, like, I'm kind of like stuck in a trance. And one of the cops approached me from the right and he like, grabs me. He's like, hey, like, you're going to want to get out of here because it's about to get ugly. I'm like, okay. So I start walking up, but I'm like backpedaling out at this moment. The guy made a break for it, like he did, like a like he like he like threw a football move and started running. And dude, four guys are four guys are instantly on him on his shoulders. And the last couple things I see is this guy donkey kicking. I mean, every ounce of strength in his legs, he's donkey kicking back and throwing elbows as he fights off these four guys. And they're trying to restrain him. And the the poor lady's like, get off of him, get off of him. And the guys just, I mean, dude, it was like it was like restraining a zombie in a movie. If you've ever seen that, their limbs are kind of flying everywhere. Like, like at one point, they had him all the way off the ground. All four of them had him like perpendicular to the ground, and then like had to lower him down. And the whole time, he's just screaming like "fuck you," fuck, just "I'll fuck you up." Like, I mean, you got to give the guy—he fought to the end, dude. If you're still talking shit when you're on the ground, that's how you know. Uh, and the beautiful part uh, of capping the story off is as I walk <laughs> out of the emergency room lobby to leave, uh, one of the security guards at the hospital goes, "Oh, that's Glenn. He was here on Tuesday." <laughs> I was like. Fucking beautiful. Oh, oh great. This is why p- police, we have shitty police, is because you have to deal with shit like that, and nobody 
everybody fucking hates you. So nobody oh, yeah. wants to have that job. Nobody wants to be a cop. Well, you got to imagine, like, they show the restraint the first time of the night, right? This is 7 o'clock. Yeah. By about 9.30, the third or fourth drunk person they run into is not getting five yeah. warnings. You're Glenn, getting a, Glenn you're getting a mag light to the back of the head. Clocked. <laughs> yeah, dude, you're getting you're getting a you're getting a uh, never. I almost just dropped the name, and that would have been Bleep City. But you're getting a mag light to the face, and you're ending up on YouTube. You know? Yeah, yeah. You know what makes me scared about that story is if I ever were to get a drunken disorderly, that is a hundred percent how I would act. Oh yeah. <laughs> the indig the indignant just, just defiant to the bitter dude, end. <laughs> just the indignant confidence to think that you can take four uniformed officers who are completely sober as you can barely stand. <laughs> I mean, just, and this guy, like he had boozer written all from big red nose, big, like chubby plumber fingers, you know, like the working man's hands. I'm like, Oh, those are mm -hmm. filled to the brim with booze. Yeah. <laughs> You know, <laughs> you ever see those, dude? Oh, dude, I feel great. like oh, yeah. if, if you're 55 and you work construction and you're an alcoholic, your fingers just look fucking thick, dude. You got you got yeah. Popeye hands, is the, what I call them. That's a pure sign <laughs> of an alcoholic. It looks yeah, programmer look, hands. Yeah, you got programmer hands. I got programmer hands or uh, uh, marketing hands. But these guys, dude, <laughs> I mean, it looks like their wedding ring is just cutting circulation off 24 seven. They are just <laughs> swollen oh, yeah. to the brim. So kind of purpley. Tease and piece of that guy. Also tease and piece to Lucy's appendix. They did end up ripping it out. I stayed at the hospital that night. We didn't get home till like Tuesday night at ten. And then by that point, we all said, "Fuck it, no podcast." We said, "Hey, mm -hmm. shut up, you pigs. No slop for you until this week." And here we are delivering delivering the goods. Um, I've talked enough, Nate Harley. How was your weeks? It's it's so good to see you both after the bachelor party. Oh yeah, it was good. Uh, not too hard of a recovery for me. Uh, I had to fly out on uh, Sunday, bright and early, so I got out of the the Airbnb pretty quick. Um, avoided all the cleaning up, so that was pretty awesome. Um, <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, no, dude, I saw you. You gave me like a little wave, like with you, like you waved with your fingers, which is how I know you were up to no good. You gave me like a bye, and I, was, I looked around and just saw the mess. I was like, "Fuck me, dude." <laughs> I would have cleaned up. It would have made too much noise. It would have woken you up. Oh, yeah, Nate, you're sure. like a you're like a thief in the night. You're just you didn't even rustle the bed. Didn't leave a note. You're just gone when I woke <laughs> just up. Just gone, dude. <laughs> you're missing him. You roll over and cuddle him. <laughs> for those of you who are wondering or, or listening to the uh, fuck Mary kill a couple weeks ago, Harley and I did sleep in the same bed <laughs> at the bachelor party, even though I said we would I would murder him. Uh, but yeah. you're like a black goes, widow. I'd like to re I'd like to reevaluate my options. <laughs> I was like a box of chocolates. You know, you uh, never <laughs> uh, but I had a I had a good week, man. Uh, did some wrenching Friday and Saturday. Uh, did a little hiking on Sunday. Got a little sun. Um, saw a rattlesnake on my hike, like Ooh. a foot away from me. That freaked me out. I've never seen a rattlesnake in real life. Um, so that was pretty crazy. Did it give you a little bit of, did it let you know? Oh, yeah. It rattled and like scurried away. I was like, holy shit. And then I was, we were on a big trail and there were people coming down. I was like, do I warn these people that we just saw a rattlesnake here? Or do I just let it go? I let it go. I didn't tell anybody shit because I figured telling them would probably just freak them out more than like them being able to skirt around a rattlesnake that isn't on the path anymore. Yeah, that's a fair. That's an ethical dilemma you run into. It's not like you saw a bear and got past it and didn't warn anybody. You know, it's like that snake's mm -hmm. probably not coming back to the path for a while. Probably not. Yeah, but that was scary. 
Oh my god, yeah. I don't well it yeah. I I that's one of my top ten fears is getting bit on a hike by something that's venomous and then not knowing like what the fuck to do. Like I think immediately <laughs> I just take someone's belt and cut my leg off. Like I don't really know what the protocol is when something bites you like that. I think you ought to have somebody <clears throat> suck you off. At the at the bite or not? That's a great skit. Is like some dude, like some dude gets bit on, he like sets it up, or a snake bites him on the trail, and he goes, "The only way to get the venom out is a blowjob." He goes, "I can't, I can't." It's the only way to get the venom out. I gotta be sucked off. You gotta suck the venom out. (laughs) And through the through the bite, no, it travels too fast. You gotta catch it at the waistline before it gets to my brain. Yeah, rattlesnake venom goes right for the balls. (laughs) It's. Such dude shit. <laughs> Anyways, it's like a Mansers episode. <laughs> what, what's the best way to get a blowjob? Get bit in the balls by a rattlesnake, and then she's sure to suck you off. <laughs> T, this will be on Spike the rest of the day. <laughs> Dude, Spike was the worst. Spike, Spike for all its worth was Spike a pretty TV. was may have been. I mean, misogynist TV at its extremist, dude. Oh yeah, just for the fellas. I mean, but that's whatever. It is neither here nor there. Harley, how was your week? It was it was good. Uh, just got jumped right back into the routine. Uh, you know, mustaches were were a plenty at the bachelor party, and I decided to stick with mine and uh, got some good ribbon for that at the farm. But it was pretty fun because the first day back, I drove my creeper van. And the, I, I step out of the van and it goes with oh. <laughs> the mustache in the van. That's that's a stay 500 feet away from school's look you got going right now. <laughs> yeah, that's that's can it. I, can I tell my roast jokes right oh, now? Do if, it, we're, if, we're, if we're on the. the yeah, we're on that train. Being a pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So at the bachelor party, we tried to put together a roast and um, it didn't happen, obviously, because it's us. And uh, so these were my jokes towards Harley. Um, Harley has all of the telltale signs of a pedophile. (laughs) He lives in the woods, has a creepy shitty van, and he fucks kids. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We were trying. That's so funny. (laughs) Well-written joke. We were trying to write a pilot for a TV show recently. We ended up scrapping the, the whole idea because we realized the only show Harley would ever be on was to catch a predator. <laughs> Just so hard on the pre- on the child stuff. <laughs> oh yeah, that was that was good. You picked a good lane. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so that was that was the start of the week. Um, it was honestly pretty chill. Did some uh, wrenching of my own. Still chipping away at the bus. And then, um, yeah, just getting getting back to normal. Summer is going away so fast, and that's sad. Yeah, we, we that's uh, we not kissed, for me. We kissed July goodbye like pretty hard. Oh. We 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 put yeah. July in a casket. We gave it a Viking funeral, dude. <laughs> just covered it in cigarettes, yeah. lit it, and sent it down the river. Yeah, dude, the nicotine <clears throat> withdrawal was unreal on, <laughs> on Monday. Holy fuck. Oh, I, I, had, the old, I had like a Bernie's. At 2 o'clock. Harley, you were ripping heaters. Uh, and I, I only had a couple rips all weekend, um, but it was only as like medicinal. I'd be like, oh, my head's kind of hurting. Like, oh, my, my throat's kind of hurting. I, I, you know, I, 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 whatever. I'm a little thirsty. Give me a little bit of that cigarette. Yes. It was to cure. Yeah, dude, go, it was a cure. Go into the med tent. 
Yeah, dude, it was, like, it was a cure-all. It was, it, was, <laughs> it, was, it was like snake oil back in the day, dude. We just we just need a little we need a little something something. You're in the med tent just ripping heaters, wasn't it? That's that's what I said at Spike Ball. Uh, Whenever somebody would come off the court, come in the med tent and rip one. <laughs> dude, that was that's what saved us a couple times though. When when the wheels looked like they were coming off Friday night, all the fellas just ripping a Bernie and then everyone was ready to go to the go spend money on pull tabs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, neither of you guys saw me do the splits accidentally at the uh, the uh, spike ball table, did you? Spike no. ball net? No, no, I missed Holy it. Holy shit! It was hilarious. <laughs> I was playing in my Birkenstocks, and uh, there a ball kind of went awry. We're kind of in the the muddy area, and there's grass surrounding it, and the grass is still a little bit dewy because it's like noon. And uh, so I'm in my Birkenstocks, not a lot of grip. And I'm kind of jogging to the ball because it went. I'm not like hustling or anything oh. like that. And I and I and I like bend down. I kind of like plant and bend down to grab the ball. And I fucking fold all the way down. Oh my, my nuts hit the ground. A full on splits. I swear to God, my forehead hit my kneecap. Oh my like, god! On. Was it? It was. Which, was it? Was it a Sasquatch splits or sideways split? One my my left leg was straight forward. And then my back leg was like kind of like Michael Jackson, like back okay, and yeah, yeah, like an L L split. You still, yeah. still technically a split more triangle than anything. I thought when you were running to the ball, you were gonna Sasquatch split where your front leg just decides to keep <laughs> going, and then you just end up fucking bounced. Well, that's what I thought too. Yeah. My front leg did keep going. That was the thing that gave oh out. My, my front leg gave out, and then my back leg just stayed because I was like planting, and my front leg I just folded, and then so the the guys were watching it, and then immediately I roll over and I'm grabbing my hamstring i'm like oh and they're like holy shit did we just watch you tear your ac dude 100 percent and they're like oh you know because immediately after i grabbed my fucking leg and i and i i lost the feeling in my toes for like 30 minutes <laughs> you probably severed some nerve endings dude you like that is not you're too big to be doing that probably. dude no no wonder you needed the med tent yeah dude yeah that brought me back i, needed, I tore my, my acl i need a cigarette <laughs> But I thought I thought I was gonna wake up the next morning and like literally not even be able to move my leg and there would be like just a giant bruise. But the thing is, it didn't hurt too bad. And then the next day, honestly, perfectly fine, and like absolutely nothing. Like nothing happened. Oh my god, I had a huge stooping factor. Hit I it. wish Matt was here to hear this. So I have a layover in Minneapolis. So whole story i was worried about sitting on the plane because i thought my leg was going to hurt all day but it, it didn't but plane ended up working out fine so i have a, a layover uh in minneapolis so i fly appleton minneapolis and so i have like an hour and i'm like okay i'm gonna go find something to eat i'm it's like two o'clock in the afternoon i'm starving i haven't eaten all day um i go to grab a pizza and it takes so long that they end up giving me the pizza for free a whole pizza and because I was sitting there and I'm like, hey, what's what's taking the, the pizza so long? And I, I'm like talking to the manager and I'm like, I, I got my connecting flight in like 10 minutes. And then he's like, oh, I'll check on it. And we both look over at the guy who's making the pizzas and he's throwing a dough up in the air and it just fucking falls right to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> we both look at each other and he's like, oh, my God, I, I bet that was yours. Um, and so it comes around. They give me a free pizza. And then so I hop on this plane. It's a full plane. And they shut the gate. And I'm like, holy shit. 
I have nobody next to me. I have one whole row to myself. Every single other seat is taken. Dude. And I'm in the back with a full free pizza and two empty seats to the left and right of me. King shit. Beautiful. King shit. They do that's yeah. top of the world. First class was looking back in envy. They <laughs> Uh-huh. I could have laid down and napped on that motherfucker. Dude, that's that's that is stooping factor. That's a especially uh-huh. in these days, that's a travel unicorn, dude. That used to be like every flight in 2022, that's a unicorn. Mm-hmm. Unheard of. God mm-hmm. damn. It was a full flight, too. I don't know what happened, but uh, damn, I got lucky. Good for you, dude. God damn. The fellas got it on. You know what? That leads, that's a great, you know, that's a great segue because that was such a nice thing. Let's segue into Wine or Shine. Let's do it. It is time to wine or shine. It's the segment where we shine light on something we liked uh, in general or this week, or we uh, complain about something we didn't. Um, <clears throat> that would have been a great shine is that stooping factor story. I like it. Uh, all right. My, uh, my shine this week is purposely not reading a social signal, like knowing you see that someone's calling out for your help, but not helping uh-huh. them. So... Lu- Lucy's dad doesn't part- like okay it doesn't matter they don't listen to podcasts Lucy's uncle is a little bit of a goofball a little bit of a, like he's probably he's not one he's he's one where you throw the life like the life vest out you know what I mean like if you're alone in that conversation you're you're looking for that way out you're looking for someone to come get mm-hmm. you and her dad was throwing me the biggest of social signals he looked at me he's like help me and I just smiled and kept walking <laughs> like <laughs> twice and he comes up to me, and it was so funny watching the desperation in his eyes when I like, I like, he like the second time I like saluted a little bit, like I was like, dude, gave him a little nod. Oh, dude! And he comes up to me and he grabs my shoulder so tight, and I'm sitting there. and He goes, "If you ever do that to me again, I will cut you up and throw you in the river." <laughs> I was dying laughing. He goes, "That was so fucking rude." I was like, "It's so." <laughs> Dude, just just to watch a grown man get helpless when you like, I just the salute on the second way by when he was like, he was calling me over. Basically, I'm like, oh, I gotta go. I gotta get some. Get <laughs> oh man, nothing better. So that's uh, oh. yeah, that's my one and only shine. Uh, that was it was so fucking good. That was great. that's hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to keep it short this week, but I figured you fellas would appreciate that. Uh, Harley, I'm kicking it your way. <clears throat> Alrighty, I got a couple so. Maybe that works out that you've got just the one shine this week. Um, how's my internet right now? You're doing good. Fantastic. Don't jinx it. Good. All right. My my wine. I'll I'll do wine shine wine shine. My first wine is detoxing a boys weekend. Like I felt like roasting everyone and just saying fucked up shit all week. Oh, I was yeah. just fighting that impulse. Like people would ask where things were at the farm, and I like so bad want to be like, oh, if it was up your ass, you'd know. <laughs> just so <laughs> unhelpful and needlessly rude. <laughs> <laughs> so that that was going on in my brain all week. I was just running back the bits in like not appropriate <laughs> scenarios, dude. So, that that hive um, I, is is it? Well, let me. I don't want to spoil it. Is hive mind one of your shines? 
No, it's not. I know we just we, talked we can about get it, on but I, I just yeah. My only other shine would be like that vibe when you get a good group of people at a boy at a boys' weekend, a girls' weekend, whatever it is, a people's weekend. When you're with your close friends and everything's melding, when everybody's brains become kind of one for that like two day period, just the amount of bullshit you can come with. Like if people run with a bit, like at one point at the bachelor party, we came we came up with a game of just throwing an orange at each other as hard as we fucking could. Like twenty of us just <laughs> whipping an orange at each other, trying to catch it one handed. <laughs> <laughs> and then it, it escalated from there. I won't say much, uh, but, <laughs> but man, <laughs> we, well, I will. We the orange it split at one point, and it looked like a butthole. And everyone, looked like a Georgia O'Keeffe painting. It looked, and so everyone was just passing around the orange, just putting their finger lightly in and going, "Oh yeah," just, "Oh yeah," just nodding their head, scientifically nodding and going, mm-hmm, like scratching their chin, just. The, the collective brain space that you get to share with people, uh, you definitely you definitely don't get that often. So it's just very Women want to un- understand. It's such a dude's thing. Not to be like, not to be a dude's thing, but it's such a dude's thing. It's kind like, of, yeah, it's a little bit of a dude's thing. Yeah, 100%. The, just the dumbest thing just really taking hold of everybody's, <clears throat> I like, total brain. Yeah, everyone buys in. There was no, like, no, no selective non-participants in that area. <laughs> uh, yeah, all right. Harley, keep going. Yeah, Sorry. I... I I got to say one more of the bit. I mean, we could run back bachelor party bits for a whole cast in and of itself, but the one that cracks me up a bunch is Gillis. Every time I wore my, my, I call it my farm hat, but it looks like a big uh, crocodile Dundee hat. He kept, he would see me and he'd go, that's not a knife. <laughs> this is a knife. I heard it, dude. I would be <laughs> in the kitchen knife. doing dishes and I hear, that's not a knife. <laughs> <laughs> that so one dumb. geeked me out. Um, Okay, two shines. I'm actually going to go wine, shine, shine. Uh, my shine is to people that share passwords, uh, the real MVPs, especially when you can just text them and they just send you that password. That's Gale. just so clutch. Um, Cassie, I'll, I'll give her a shout out. She did that for me, and I was able to watch this uh, show on Hulu, The Bear. Mm-hmm. Nate, have you seen that? Uh, yeah, like four or five episodes in. I, I like it. Yeah, it's, it's good. Yes, Chef. Yes, chef. And my other shine is dairy-free ice cream that isn't fruit sorbet. I, I hate that the dairy-free options are – this is such a petty hill to die on. But I hate that the dairy-free options are like, eat this frozen fruit, you peasant. Yeah, enjoy we, watermelon we the te- sorbet for the fifth night. Or yeah. like, no, get, I want we have the technology. Give, give me cashew milk, mint chocolate chip, or whatever you got to do. Eating Halo Top? No, Halo Top is like – milk without the lactose it's like still is bad i okay. you got to do something well, with like almond well, or coconut milk. okay get well, off your high not, horse it's not Blow it out your ass don't want to talk to you bad. anymore keep going <laughs> <laughs> oh, my shine is ice cream that's good on my tum tum shut up <laughs> uh, my shine this week is Weak. finding food that agrees with me <laughs> Says <laughs> so the guy who smoked thirty-eight cigarettes in a weekend. Fuck off! I'm so glad I found something that's good for me. <laughs> uh, Camel Blues, baby, they were going down smooth. Yes, sir. Uh, and the and the Royals. Never mind. Turkish yeah. Royals. Yeah, Royals and the Marbreds and the Spirits. And if the they weren't good for you, they wouldn't be in the uh, first aid kit. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, okay. My other wine is I think I've forgotten how to work in like adult settings. In my last like four jobs for like the last five years, 
the most people I've worked with is like three. And this new job, it's like a team of like 80 people. So I feel like I have become socially, socially autistic and I gotta, I gotta break that. <laughs> is that fall. is that the farm job or is this the teach job? The teach job. Hmm. You have to talk with eighty so, people. Well, well, the the whole staff is like sixty. You eventually will get to know all those people. I'll work closely with maybe like five or six. What if just very different? What if you just kept rolling with the burgers? You know what I mean? Like, what if you just were the weird guy, like always showing up disheveled in like a corduroy jacket, like late a little bit, and just like <laughs> people just accepted that. And like, if you're weird, no one wants to talk to you a little bit, so you can have like a longer lunch hour because you don't have to like no one's accountable for you. I don't know, man. Being the transient dude might be the play. That's an interesting thought to just just embrace the weird well I've, I've thought about that like there are certain i would love for like i would love just you know i wish life was longer because i would take a year and be the weird guy just to see what it's like you know what i mean to be the, like mm-hmm. like you know when you run into someone who's definitely burgered up a little bit and you're talking to them and they're just like that blouse is unflattering and you're like whoa dude like what the <laughs> what was that and then and but then you know what that guy happy as a clam picks up his shit and leaves and no one cares that's it no one's like okay we should I've, invite I've roger to lunch today thought. I've had the same thought, but you need to move away, right? You have oh, to yeah. like go to some bumfuck city Correct. and just go. I'll I'll go do that. Kalamazoo, in, like, Taos, Michigan, New Mexico. Yeah, dude, you <laughs> get go to Kalamazoo and just be the fucking weirdo, just for like just for shit, <laughs> just for a year, just to see what it's like. Longboard everywhere, dude. <laughs> unconventional <laughs> transportation. Show up late and disheveled, and just say things. Just be like, I <laughs> right, I wish right. you weren't doing that. <laughs> No filter. Ever. Yeah, just ever <laughs> zero. And then, and then, like, be the weird guy. We're like, hey, oh, Harley, we're all getting drinks. Ever you want to do it? You're like, I'd rather not. Bye, and just turn around and leave. You know what I mean? Just leave it, them stunned. It, I think it's like you'd almost get like it so much. I would never go back. That's yeah. my fear with dude, that. Keep them guessing. Dude. <laughs> never let them know your next move. Be friendly to one person, then just completely ice cold to the next. Right. Love it. I wonder if you just acted autistic enough. Uh, for and like convincingly enough, if you would just actually get diagnosed with it, because like <laughs> if you act like it, aren't you it? You know, if it walks like a duck, and quacks like a duck. <laughs> it's wow. autistic. It's an autistic <laughs> duck. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> we need Matt back. Matt, Matt usually Matt usually grimaces at this stuff, and the three of us have just been pushing it for the last three months. Like Matt, Matt's our social liberal. Uh, uh, our he's like our our ceiling. And when I see that Matt's getting uncomfortable, I know we're breached on it. But without him, we're just like if it walks like a duck and quacks we're off like the a duck, rails. It's, it's diagnosed. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, we dev- oh. we devolve into exactly what a podcast with three white guys is. It sounds like, <laughs> yeah. dude. Was that a batch party this weekend? Me and the fucking dudes smoking cigs. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Fuck uh, it. Harley, uh, what else you got? You got anything else? <clears throat> That's it. Love it. Well done. You nailed it this week. Nate, you're up. All right, I've got a wine and a shine. I'm gonna shine first. So I've created a monster. Um, maybe about a month ago, uh, one of my wine or one of my shines was that you could do an April Fool's joke whenever you want. Yes. And so, Christina, mm-hmm. tomato girl, my girlfriend, uh, she 
I, I stop over there. She's like, oh, hey, I, I know you're like eating healthy right now. I made you like these like protein bars I uh, that I made while you were back home or whatever. They're, they're pretty good. And they're protein balls. And I'm like, oh, sweet. I'll, I'll take them. I'll try them tomorrow, whatever. And so she comes over the next day and I bite into one. <laughs> And it's uh, like a Brussels sprout covered in like brownie batter. <laughs> she goes, she sees me bite into it. I go, oh, and she goes, April Fools. <laughs> it's August. The ultimate betrayal, dude. Just taking your life bit and hitting you with it right back. Now you see how chaotic of a thing that is to, to, to be the prank guy. <laughs> I mean, Brussels sprouts with brownie batter is is great. That's yeah. a, that's a solid prank, dude. It's funny, it looked like it would be healthy from like that, like some sort of weird like chocolate protein almond flour thing. I told you guys about Lucy, Lucy with the chocolate egg thing. Oh yeah, just brutal brutality. Like April Fools, I'm on guard now. Like every every year, dude. If she if she started to pick up this life bit of being April Fools all the time, I would move out. I think I like I cannot. I'm so susceptible to being scared to being pranked. I'm about as gullible as they come when it comes to that stuff. And so I, Nate, yeah, you got to put an end to this like ASAP, dude. You got to figure out a way out of the. <laughs> no, April Fools. I'm, gotta, I got to get her back. You gotta take- you gotta take the ring to Mordor, Nate. <laughs> Put it in the cast it in the fire, Nate. <laughs> April Fools. Uh, no, I gotta get her back. Honestly, okay, you're opening up. Hey, you're starting to listen. Once you strike back, it's a, it's full fledged war, know, dude. Nate, yeah. Nate, you know those snappers that you throw on the ground and they pop. Yeah. Tape those up underneath the toilet seat so oh, she sits good. down to pee. No, 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 Nate. Nate, if you want to do it, here's what you do to end a prank war before it actually becomes a prank war: is take your prank like nine or ten times too far. Like, take your airbags out and put them <laughs> under the cushions in the living room. <laughs> so, and then when she gets launched into the ceiling, you go April Fools, and she's like, "I'm done with this shit." Yeah, when she crushes her spine on her ceiling. Correct. When she's when she's crumpled on the floor, you come in with a GoPro and you go. <laughs> she's crawling to me with a limp leg. Revenge prank. <laughs> oh, you know what? I'm gonna make an app that uh, is called the April Fools app, and it'll set an alarm at like six o'clock for April Fools Day. It'll only go off once a year on April Fools, and we'll say, "Hey, idiot! It's April Fools Day. Be on high alert." It's April Fools. Be on high alert. Because the reason, you know, you get stuck or you, you get caught in a April Fools joke is you kind of forget that it's April Fools. That's We're true. All, somebody We're all there so who's caught up in the day-to-day, <laughs> the rat race. <laughs> no one picks their head up to know. Yeah. Nate, I so love that. I actually love April that app Fools. idea. Also, you could include, uh, you could type in the prank that someone did to you and it could give you an adequate revenge prank. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or some sort of Rolodex, like a Wikipedia for April Fool's pranks. True, true. You know, the best April Fool's, you get it. The best April Fool's prank would be is you have someone's alarm go off for April Fool's the day after or before April Fool's. You know what I mean? Like you could pay to <laughs> you have can pay extra fu- for that. Correct, to have theirs get fucked up so that, you know, they're on high alert March 31st and then April 1st they wake up and they're just getting wrecked all day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love it. I love it. All right, what else you got? Wine or shine? All right, a wine. So I've been doing some video stuff, some video editing stuff for Instagram, what have you, um, some content stuff. And I needed to buy a a larger hard drive to keep all this footage on my computer. And 
the whole time I was on Amazon, I was looking at like, you know, six, six gigabyte or six terabytes, 10 terabytes. And I got to thinking, I can't, if I was the US government and I needed to track down pedophiles, I would just go to Amazon. I would go to Amazon and say, give me a list of everybody who bought a 10 terabyte hard drive. Because guess what? Anytime you hear about these like politicians or uh, subway sub sandwich moguls, they always have like 80, 80 terabytes, <laughs> like 100 terabytes, which is an absurd amount of like child porn on their computer. <laughs> so if you want to if you want to hunt down pedophiles, <laughs> just look for anybody who's got a shitload of storage, because guess what? That's where the fucking pervs are. I was actually going to say, like, hey, buying a hard drive, that's kind of a, that's an interesting move. Like, you're going to find yourself on a list. Whenever you have to move, whenever you get enough stuff that you're starting to move it externally, you're either, you either have too much of something or you're hiding something. That's a tough, like, that's mm-hmm. a, yeah, that's a, not a bad pool to cross-reference. Like, Criminal Minds would be all over that shit. Oh, yeah. So, a little tip, FBI. <laughs> Investigate me, bitch. Hard drive. <laughs> a little, little tip. <laughs> I just bought a hard drive, and guess what? <laughs> There's a lot of room on here. Uh, but that's my why, and I, I just felt uh, bad buying a, or looking at a, a large, ter- uh, like, five terabyte hard drive to buy. It just felt felt wrong. Can you imagine if you're looking at the ruse and like, it was like Jared from Subway, and it's like, this works great, like five stars, mm-hmm. plenty of room. <laughs> well, yeah. he was a diddler. Dude, what? Jared know. from Subway is like the most notorious diddler out there, dude. He got he got yeah, snagged dude. for like an obscene amount of CP. Jesus Christ. Is this shattering your world? I know you love no, Subway. It's not you, sh- find it's sam- not you find their surprising. sandwiches delicious. I fucking hate Subway. <laughs> the bread smell stays with you forever. It's disgusting. People that think it's a health food are disgusting. Fuck Subway. <laughs> yeah, fuck Subway, honestly. On like three of my diets, I've been like, I just won't get sauce. <laughs> it's chicken, bacon, ranch without the... <laughs> I just get, now I just get the sweet onion chicken teriyaki. That Yeah, I, I get it. Listen, I understand, all right? But it's still a guilt food for me. Throw a couple jalapeno kettle chips on there, you're pretty good. You know? Listen, we still eat Papa yeah, sure. John's. Huh? You know? Can't don't don't hate the brand. Hate the hate the ambassador. That's what I say. Okay? Let's let's not let's not let us let us not throw the let us not throw the subway bars. bread out with the bathwater. Yeah, let's, let's Hey, I mean no, no. Subway deserves to be thrown out with the bathwater. It was trash before Jared Fogel started diddling. Fuck up. Yeah, it should have been Quiznos. They they fucked it up <laughs> yeah. with those dumbass ads. Yeah, well, yeah hey, listen. It should have been a Jimmy John's, it should have been a Jersey Mike's, so many better subjoints. Quiznos went trash. Quiznos, Quiznos went with two like spastic puppets, whereas Subway hit the heart and minds of America with someone holding up a big with pair a of jeans. CP with a fat CP. Guy. Shut up! It was just a big <laughs> pair of jeans. That's what got it. He wasn't on. He wasn't on the ads, being like, "Hey, hey." <laughs> You could see it in his eyes. Yeah, 100%. He did have, if looking back at the ads now, you could definitely see it. You're like, oh, those are CPIs for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. The Quizno su- that- and you know what? On initial viewing, everyone thought it was the puppets. And boy, were you guys wrong. Quiznos, Quiznos did no wrong. You judged a book by its cover, and look where that got you. Subway. Jared Fogle. Jared Fogle. Yeah. Man. Jared Fogle, the bread mogul, dude. He's our boy. (laughs) (laughs) Jared Jared Fogle, the the CP mogul. Yeah, dude. Fucking Jesus Christ. All right. Uh, Let's do... uh, What do you think? I got some listener questions. Or we shave those from Matt and we do a business idea instead? Um, I think 
Matt sent in a voicemail. Do we want to listen to that quick? Yeah, let's do both. Your bu- let's is. do both your business ideas. It's a business idea. So let's do your business ideas, oh, and then we'll okay. get out of here. <laughs> Nate, <laughs> pull that up. Got it. Oh wait, 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 wait. Never mind. I'm playing. I gotta play the. Uh, yeah, there you go. Money, money, money. Segment time with the dudes. <laughs> It's the segment where we make people some MF and money on this podcast. Wall to wall banger business ideas every single week. Let's do it. The sharks are at the table. Who's coming to the first or who's coming to the table? None other than an absentee voter coming in. It's your co- it's your Matt, it's your host. It's Matt. Hit it. Unable to play this track. That's fantastic. <laughs> that's that's what we wanted to hear. Uh, it's good. Do you, do you want to do yours first? Um, sure. Then I'll. Yeah. Okay. We'll figure uh, it out. We'll edit it in post, yeah, dude. I'll, There's I'll, always yeah, post. I'll, for sure. Um. Wow, I'm thrown off here. Uh, so this is a business idea that was actually brought to us by our head tomato person, the the wizard. Mm. The Not grandest the, the wizard. Gr- oh, God. <laughs> Given the sauce okay, talk maybe. earlier, it's, uh, we're starting to... Now we're in, now we're in pattern territory. We're, we're, leaving correla- we're leaving causation and into patterns. Okay, maybe we cut that whole part there <laughs> nope gotta from, do it now too late <laughs> <laughs> you get hey listen i'm not a great editor you get one thing to edit and post that's all i that's all, all right I, grand, that, that's my one whatever right, whenever, whenever, whenever i have a guest on chumming it up they go can i say whatever i want i go at your own risk i'm a bad editor by the way there's a good chance <laughs> I went, yeah man i mean you can say whatever you want i'm a bit ba- i'm bad so <laughs> okay so the grand tomato boy jack came to me with this idea and wanted me to pitch it to you guys. So Segregation. (laughs) (laughs) No, this isn't Jake. Oh, yeah, yeah, that racist guy, dude. He's worse than Jared Fogle. Listen. (laughs) Uh, So, hi, Sharks. This is uh, Jack, and he hasn't invented shit. So here's his idea. Let me pose a question. What's the worst part? about ice uh takes forever to make takes forever to make and it's always too big or too crushed that's right sharks it's too damn loud if you've got a significant other watching a movie in the other room they're on a phone call and you want to get a cup of ice and you stick your cup in there and you start clanking around (laughs) you start putting it into a metal cup it makes too much damn noise so we're here to bring you quiet ice it's ice, so quiet that when you put it in your glass, it won't make a sound. That's now- great, great idea in concept. How the fuck do you make ice quiet? It's you a melt it. New age <laughs> uh, proprietary um, polymer that binds to the outside of the ice cube. <laughs> mm-hmm. Makes the corners extra, extra quiet and soft. Now, I would love to tap into Jake's idea because that guy fucking loves ice. I don't know if it was the drink or the organization, but he absolutely loves ice. (laughs) (laughs) I would love to hear what he has to say about it, but in his steed, I will say this. 
there is nothing more annoying than someone shaking their iced coffee or shaking or when they got a tumbler. Dude, if someone's got a vodka lemonade, one of those plastic tumblers, and you can just hear it rattling off the sides, I would I would drink a polymer of plastic to make that stop. So I think, you know, if you guys can nail the science, you've got me as an investor for sure and potentially a customer, but I probably wouldn't use it because I take my beverages straight off the chin. Mm. Well, Maybe I lied. I would probably be a customer too because the Diet Coke from McDonald's is, a, is one of the loudest drinks you can have. Also, the our proprietary quiet ice stays colder and doesn't melt longer. So you don't get watered down shit. But it does get watered down just about twice as slow. Yeah, I tell you what, I like this idea quite a bit. If he I mean if he truly thinks that he can nail down the uh if he thinks he nailed down the science, I'm in. Yeah, he has a lab coat. So I did see that. Harley, what do you think ready. about this non-meltable ice? I know you're not big on adding additives to food, but let's let's hear what you say. I'm not not big on additives, but I am big on making money. So I think I'm in as an investor. I I personally like annoying people in many different ways. So I'm going to leave the ice in my cup and I'm going to and I'm going to go to the fridge and I'm going to like lick it annoyingly and let it get that loud hum. Is this quiet that's, that's ice? one of the nice if, sounds of life. If you've got, now, can you install this in your fridge where if, like, you put your cup up to it at the middle of the night to get in a glass of ice water, it's not going to fall and make the loudest noise ever. It's just going to kind of, like, pff, hit the cup kind of It's like, like velvet ice. Man, I, then I'm in 100%. There's nothing worse, especially, like, if you ever had a sleepover at someone's house and then someone gets up in the middle of the night and that fuck can't just drink tap water, they have to get the crushed ice out of the thing, and it just, like, the entire production is one of the loudest things in the world. If we had quiet <laughs> ice, I'd be so about it. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. And we're, we're working with, uh, like, water treatment plants. We're working with whole cities, whole counties. Um, just like the fluoride, um, you know, it, it makes you dumb. It makes you controllable by the, uh, the masses. Um, we're going to do that same thing. We're going to make you extra stupid, but your ice is going to be very quiet. Tell you what, I'm in. Investor and customer. You got me. Harley, what do we got? You investor or customer or both? Investor. All right, I, I figured it. that. Nate, what do you got? All right, I got uh, Matt's recording here. I think we should Well, are you good. an investor or customer in this? The first oh, one. I'm all of it. All right, beautiful. Yeah, well done, Jack, sure. our uh, our resident grand inquisitor. Grand tomato boy. Let's, yep. Let's settle on that one. King Less shit. controversial. <laughs> tomato pharaoh. <laughs> yeah, something like that. All right, this is Matt's business pitch from afar, from a plane on his way from Hawaii. Oh, God. The tomato person is like our Washington football team for Jack. <laughs> <laughs> we don't really, we can't land on something yet. All right, here we go. <laughs> Fire it up. Wedding alert. Hello, sharks. We all know people getting married, and we've heard the wild stories of your parents or family getting a little too crazy at their weddings. So this is why I come to you, and I pose a question. What's the worst part about getting married? Correct, Nate. Blacking out because people just want you to drink and celebrate but you barely have any time to eat. I eat you get very fucked up very fast. I introduce you, the groomsman. A button on your belt that is linked to all your groomsmen slash bridal party. Uh, that is linked. Blah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, people. He's reading. <laughs> Hit the button and the nearest person it will be notified to come and take your drink from you and take it to Pound Town. Your bridal party is already gonna black out so why not help them 
help help them help you in the process. I open the floricle for questions. Wow, that was rough. <laughs> Yelp his, his own pitch on the way out, dude. Honestly, though, I I think this idea is genius. Like, it's like a a more sleuthy way to incorporate like walkie talkies to your to your groom's party. Yeah, you just push a button. You're you're throwing out the bat signal. Somebody swoops in, takes your drink from you, and and finishes it. As a Marvel guy or a superhero guy, I would love to have the superhero insignia be able to show up. You know what I mean? If the bat signal could actually show up on the chest, like it starts lighting up, like everybody straps up at the beginning, it's underneath the clothes, and the minute you hit that belt, it all kind of glows. How dope would that be? And be like, I gotta go, no matter what you're in. Like those. Mm-hmm. Also, is that not this could have multiple uses beyond just drinking? If you're like in a situation, a la Lucy's dad was, he could have hit the bat mm-hmm. signal, and I would have been like, I gotta go, I gotta go find, like I gotta go find the bat, and gotta go help. It'd be a little, uh, your uncle or her uncle probably would have known, would have seen that bat signal on his Well, chest. he could have just been like, like oh, oh what, go, you want to leave? I got to go get a drink. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it says four people show up and be like, what do you need? All right, you're right. But the drinking portion of things, I do really like the practicality of this idea. The groomsman is pretty solid. Harley, you're in yeah. on this? You like this? I, I'm in as an investor and a customer. We're going to put it to the test here. We're going to have to find a way, September 10th, to put it to the test because I have a feeling that I'm, a lot of people are going to – he's exactly right. People just want you to get hammered on your wedding. Like, they don't even want you to enjoy it. They're like, every – you know what I mean? If you invite 200 people, every single one of them wants their moment with you, and why does the moment have to be a shot? Right. You know? I want I – want, here's a good – you know how, like, people will capture you on the dance floor? Well, let's wrap this up first. Uh, I'm an investor and a customer. Harley's investor customer. Nate, are you an investor customer? I'm in. I've been too drunk at too many weddings, so yeah. What if there was like a kissing booth, but for your moment with the groom and bride? You know how everybody ends up like they'll pull you from a conversation, you're trying to dance on the floor, whatever it is. They come over and they just like they pour their heart out to you when you're trying to enjoy yourself, like in the middle of the wedding. I think everyone's probably done it at one point. Your love is so beautiful. I, I, and it's like kind of annoying. What if at right before the reset, like the band started, they put up a little like kiss, like a little booth, like a little table, and you could come and you have 30 seconds uninterrupted to 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 say what you wanted to say, and then you gotta fuck off the rest of the night. That I feel like there's something there. You know what you really need? You know how porta potties have the little like slider thing that's either red or green to let you know if somebody's in there or not? Yeah. You need a, a tie that's red on one side, green on one side. So if you've got your the green tie side showing, people can come up and talk to you. But once you flip that tie over to red, people can fuck right off. Love that. A little red light, green light. See, I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that quite a bit. But but this a see, stoplight party for stop, your wedding. A stoplight party, <laughs> but but the light means you can't talk to me. But <laughs> Uh, I don't know. There's got to be some way because I am very nervous about this, right? We we paid for a band and suddenly we're going to have 150 people who all want to say something. And it's like, well, I also want to dance and just be a dummy. You know what I mean? Like, I got to find an efficient way to get through the hullabaloo to get to the fun stuff. Like the hullabaloo of like like old grandparents being like, oh, so beautiful. You know what I mean? Like we're going to talk to them at, at dinner. Am Isn't being- that the, what the reception's for? No, the reception is for dancing and drinking. It's not for it's not for us to run around and or like the cocktail hour. 
Right, but have you been to these weddings where like the 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 uh, wedding party gets on a bus? I'll never understand this either. A wedding party that like you pay fifteen grand to, like rent a place for the day, and then you spend six hours of it on a school bus just binge drinking, <laughs> just to show up and not even remember what's going. On. Like that that part confuses the shit out of me. They'd be like, "Wedding's over," and it's like, "Sorry, everybody who traveled to be here, but twelve of us are going to go on a bus and get fucked up to where we can't even we don't even know who we are anymore when we come back." Seems a little bit out there i don't know what kind of wedding that is you've never been to one where like the party bus the wedding party just disappears no oh dude feels like probably eight out of the last ten i've gone to the wedding party doesn't no. start off the cocktail hour they get on the dude they take it and then they go and do pictures off hop. base they either yeah they bar go we're doing pictures. pictures but they really just bar hop and just like and they take shots at everyone so when they show up to dinner like half the groomsmen are their eyes are closed and then like <laughs> it, dude, it ruins the wedding so i'm not we're not going off site for our pictures at our wedding i said absolutely not we're paying too much goddamn money to rent this place it looks cool i want to also i want to get all the talking out of the way of the cocktail hour i want to make my rounds, shake some hands, kiss some babies, and then get the frick out of there and go dance. Yeah. Kick some babies. Yeah. Kiss some hands. Yeah. All right, people. We missed you so much this last week. Uh, so much more fun to come when Matt gets back from Hawaii uh, and we can uh, we can get back to business. So let's final thoughts this thing around the table. Nate, you're up first. Wow. What an app. I laughed. I cried. Uh, free Brittany Griner. Uh, <laughs> Oh, also, what's up, shitheads? This is Nate from Nathan Nation, and I lost my testicle in a schmelting accident. See you next Tuesday. You got to suck me off. Get the venom out. <laughs> Harley, final thoughts. My Vinky was the key. <laughs> Man, of course. Uh, that's not a knife. That's not a knife. I'm. Uh, if it looks like a duck and quacks like a duck, that was mine. Probably an autistic. <laughs> probably duck. autistic. I'm not gonna say any real words. I'm just gonna keep stringing random, random uh, things together. Uh, welcome back to the Tuesday catch up. We had a little sabbatical, about one tenth of the time of our last one. So that's true. Right, we're, 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 one, we're here. One fifty second of the last one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, I was nervous if we didn't record one this week, the catch up was dying again. Um, my final thoughts, be the weird guy just for a little bit. Give it a try. Just, 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 just be the duck, be the duck, dude, be the duck, Qu walk like a duck, quack like a duck and just see what happens. I bet, I bet good things happen to you. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, next week we're going to run through listener questions. If you got a voicemail, speakpipe.com slash Tuesday, catch up. Patreon's got good shit going on. All the fun stuff. We love you guys. This has been the Tuesday Catch-Up, and you are all caught up. One, two, to three. Me as if to say, hurry, boy, it's waiting there for you. Cry out.